You are listening to Beyond the Binge with me, Mo, registered dietitian and life coach. In every episode, I will do my absolute best to help you learn more about binge eating as well as any other destructive addictions you might struggle with. My goal is to shed light on a problem that many, including myself in the past, struggle with and help you feel less ashamed of it. Binge eating can be a sensitive problem because it involves a loss of self-control and while that can be demoralizing, it is okay to struggle with. By viewing binge eating as an opportunity to learn more about ourselves and gain new skill sets, we can eventually grow and one day gain freedom. So let's dive into today's episode and learn more together. Hello and welcome to this episode where we're going to change our entire outlook on binge eating and how to approach it so that we can overcome it once and for all, one day, hopefully. A very common question I receive is how come through sheer willpower I can stop binging for a while only to return to it again? How come this is a problem I cannot overcome once and for all? How come this is something that comes back when things become stressful or at some point of the year it keeps coming back? And how come I have to wait to rock bottom before I do something about it? These are common questions and you might not have specific type of these questions, but the question remains, why is it that this is a problem that seems to have a long life, a long shelf life, and no matter what I do, I can't be free of it? Now, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, proceed to answer this through a short story. And I know you guys lo- know me. If you've been wa- listening for a while, I love the short stories. This is going to be a very short one, so don't get your hopes up. Anyways, there was once three little kittens playing near a lake. And they stumbled across a hippopotamus. Just a little bit of a background. I used to say hippopotamus, hypnopotamus when I was young. So if I get all excited and say hypnopotamus, just know I'm not going to hit the pause button and re-record it. So just don't judge me there. Anyways, they came across a hippopotamus almost fully submerged beneath the water. And another side note, before we go any further, don't worry. It isn't a horror story. Nobody's going to eat anyone. So naturally speaking, the kittens were curious. And so one of them hopped on the hippo's head, nibbled on the ears and said, oh, I know what it is. It's a piece of plastic these humans can't seem to have enough of. And the other jumped on the hippo's bum and played with the tail and said, no, it's not a piece of plastic. This is a plant. Look at this little stem and the leaves coming out of it. It's wiggling around. It's a plant. The third kitten jumped on the hippo's head and nibbled with the nose a little bit and with the nose and realized it's blowing some air and said no you guys it's not it's not a plant it's not a plastic it's some sort of tube blowing air maybe it's a pipe the wise mother came along and smiled at the kittens and said it's a hippopotamus get off of it at once the little kittens were all like what's a hippopotamus and whatnot and the mothers then started describing what it is and so on in this story binge eating could be the tail right alcohol addiction could be the nose Depression or anxiety could be the ears. Perhaps even the eyes could be procrastination or any other form of self-sabotaging behavior. The point is, we can see different parts of the picture, but we do not see the entire picture. And so that is why two people could be struggling with similar root causes, but have different expressions of it because they're looking at different problems. One is looking at the tail, the other is looking at the eyes. One is looking at the ears, the other is looking at the nose. My point is, there are parts of the, these are all parts of the picture, but they're not the entire picture. What many don't realize is that binge eating is a, is a symptom of underlying root causes. There's underlying root causes that drive the behavior. And so they spend their whole life trying to suppress the desire to binge through sheer willpower and dieting. And so what happens is they kind of almost, especially for people who've been struggling with it for years on end, because the, because our health is at stake, 
and so other and our, even our finances and our time is at stake right like we can we can spend so much money on binge eating we almost are kind of forced to create an alter ego persona that survives on strict behaviors through dieting and through sheer, sheer willpower so that we can stop binging for a short per, uh, period of time so as we do that we kind of bounce back and forth between binging and then dieting binging and relying on sheer willpower and it can be exhausting all the while not realizing that binging is only a sign of the real problem. And that problem is a combination of root causes, and that combination is different from person to person. And yes, there could be two people with the same combination, but because there's there's several root causes and several problems, I actually like to refer to them as, I'm going to use the term root causes, problems, or enabling conditions interchangeably in this episode, right? So enabling conditions, root causes, or problems. Basically, the whole picture. And if we focus on the whole picture, then we can get to a point to understanding why this behavior stems from it, why these enabling conditions allow this behavior to exist, and what we can actually do about it so we can overcome this behavior once and for all by healing and working on the root causes. This is one main reason why those who overcome an alcohol or drug addiction simply replace it with binge eating. This is actually quite common. When the underlying causes go unresolved, different problems will sprout into our life, right? So I get a lot of people who approach me with previous alcohol and drug addictions that they've overcome. And I'm always, I always applaud them for the work that they've done, but somehow it's replaced with binge eating. They're like, I've been, I've been able to abstain from the drugs, the alcohol, whatever else is the case, but I still, I struggle with binge eating. I have other people who are like, hey, I don't know if this is a binging problem, but I seem to be obsessed with food all the time. I seem to be very restrictive. I seem to always be calculating the tiniest bit of detail with food and it leaves me exhausted. Now I have to plug in all the numbers and do this. I have others who spend their time procrastinating all the time and they cannot get any work done. And so they sometimes rely on food to make themselves feel present. The point is the behavior on the surface is different from person to person, right? And this is, this is one reason why I often say I don't just specialize in binge eating because the work that I do dives into increasing our awareness as to what the enabling conditions or problems are that we experiencing, we're experiencing and how do we face them directly. That way you don't come, you don't overcome binging and replace it with another addictive pleasure-seeking or avoidant behavior, right? And and that's and actually at the core of addictive behaviors is pleasure-seeking or avoidance. So this is one of the main reasons why I often uh, will mention that it is not just about binging. Binging is one form of a self-sabotage behavior that indicates there's a lack of alignment internally. It is not normal for the for the mind to go against the body and want to sabotage it through binge eating. It's not normal. That means there's some lack of alignment. And I like the lack of alignment analogy because then instead of saying we're broken, we're messed up, we're you know we're disastrous, we're horrible, or we're just you know we're failures or we're not good enough, we just say we're misaligned. And anything that's misaligned can be aligned again. The question that I spent years trying to answer was how do I over how do I come up with a proven system that can uncover one's own unique combination of underlying problems or enabling conditions as I like to refer to them. How do we go as little kittens and see the entire hippopotamus, (laughs) maybe I should just say hippo, see the entire hippo without having to guess what it is through studying the surface? How can we actually face the monster within and find what it is that allows all forms of self-sabotaging behaviors that drain our energy, time, money, peace, serenity, all these things that we want to experience. How do we find it and face it and do the work to overcome it once and for all? And this was a time, this was, sorry, a question that took me a while to to answer. 
but I asked it to my mind anyways. And sometime, at some point, I figured it out. I'm going to share actually the story of how I figured it out because it's one of my favorite epiphanies I've had in my life. It was a game changer for me. There were two halves of it. The first half was actually something one of my mentors said to me. He said, he said something like this. I'm never going to forget that day. Mo, you're always looking for problems, right? So this is when I used to coach kids. Um, and my my mentor was, you know, I was very passionate about coaching. And, you know, the kids always having to be on time and stuff like that. And my mentor one came to me who was like the head coach and was like, Mo, you're always looking for problems. And that statement really stuck with me for so long in my mind. And, and my mind eventually brought it forth when I needed it the most. I didn't know why it stuck with me. I disagreed with him in the, in the moment. But that statement stuck with me. Mo, you're always looking for problems. Now, let's go to the other half of it. One day while talking to one of my clients, they said something that instantly clicked in my mind. She said, I hate going online and trying to self-diagnose because I always walk away thinking I have everything. The other day, I was convinced I have cancer. And this is how I convinced myself I have so many things like depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, borderline personality disorder. Just by reading online, it's an addiction of mine that I do to try to understand what it is, that why, why it is that I am, I am the way I am. But every time I go online and read, I leave feeling like I'm a disaster. Boom. Both statements, and they were actually a few years apart, both statements from my mentor and my client came together. And suddenly my mind gave me the answer I was searching for for so long. The answer was quite simple. We don't go looking for problems because if we do, we're going to find them. We find clues of whatever it is we're looking for. Just like my mind found the answer to this question, I posed the question for my mind. How is it that I can find a proven system that can help people overcome their binging or their depression or their anxiety or addictive behaviors, etc.? Because I was aware early on that it, this was a surface problem. This was not the core problem. It was a surface problem. So how is it, how is it that we discover the combination of problems that, that we're struggling with? And so the answer was, we don't, right? We don't go looking for it. What do we do then instead? Well, we set out to achieve our goals. Well, first, before, before setting out to achieve our goals, we have to get crystal clear on what our goals are. What, we, what do we want from our life? And the best question I can ask, I can ask when it comes to this, uh, to, figuring, to help you figure out how to answer this question, is uh, how do you want to show up two years in the future or five years in the future? Like, how do you want to be? What version of yourself do you want to see there? physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And then look at your life. How do you want your life to look at? The more we're clear there and we have exceptional clarity there and the more we pinpoint our goals there, then the clearer we're going to be about the destination because we're all on journeys. And then I realized, hey, everybody's on a journey. Even this ant on the ground is on a journey. It's on a journey to build an anthill. Every single creature, every soul is on a journey, including us. And so if we get crystal clear on the destination and then take steps towards it, then what would happen is these problems or enabling conditions are going to reveal to themselves to us in the form of obstacles because their problem is preventing us from getting towards what we want. Only an aligned person, aligned, fully aligned person can make it to the destination because we all know life is not easy. There's a lot of obstacles. We grow up in an environment that we didn't choose, with parents that we didn't choose, we have no idea how, you know, how they developed within a school that we didn't choose, right? With teachers that we didn't choose and all this stuff goes into our head and then we become adults and are expected to live our life and attain our goals. And apparently the goals that we are told to attain are just goals that everybody seems to have, right? 
Yes, we do have common goals, but we also have different ones. And when we lose sight of the destination, then it is very difficult to know what to do next. So when we're crystal clear on what it is that we want out of our life, and we take steps towards it, then the obstacles or the problems, the enabling conditions that allow us to be misaligned are going to present themselves to us and be in the way. Sort of like that troll on the bridge story. I'm not going to repeat that. I'm gonna, it's not a re- I don't think I've mentioned before, but it's a story that stuck in my head when I was uh, younger. But somebody please remind me what it was. But it's the, it's the, it's the little creatures or whatever that were walking on their journey walking trying to cross a bridge and then they come across a troll and the troll's like you're not going to cross and all that kind of stuff right so that's how these enabling conditions are going to show themselves into your life as you take steps towards the destination that you've built for yourself only then can we diagnose the problem and either develop the skill set to overcome it or heal it because we're going to look at the troll or the monster the obstacle and be like this is this kind of troll this is this kind of monster This is this kind of obstacle. And then we develop the skill sets or we heal it. And that actually sounds much more fun and easier. And this is where Beyond the Binge, the program was born, was how, what is life like beyond the binge? How can we get to a life beyond the binge? And how does that look like? The destination piece, it is much more than binge eating. People think it's just about binge eating and whatnot. Yes, we want to overcome that behavior, but we also want so much more. Because you can overcome binge eating, but we can then replace it with something else. So I realize not many are quite ready to dive into the program yet, by the way. So this is why, and I'm going to mention it right now, this is why before diving into the program, many people do uh, Break the Cycle, which is a two-day event that I've designed and reworked. I've been delivering for a while, but I've redesigned and reworked completely. Actually, as of April 2022, anybody who's taken it before April 2022 has not seen the new version of Break the Cycle, which is 100% different. Now, so if you've attended the past, I invite you to attend it again. And in this event, two-day event, we get crystal clear on the destination that we want to get to through a series of exercises and questions that we ask that we might have lost touch with and not asked ourselves for years on end, and maybe never even asked ourselves these questions. And so I know you might say, well, I know my goals, I want to lose weight, I want to stop binging, etc. And I know that's like, you know, that's like saying, uh, for me, it's like saying, you know, I want to uh, own a house or I want to be a millionaire. You know, who doesn't want that? Everybody wants that. The higher the quality and more clarity of the goals we set, the stronger the energy that will pull us towards them. This is really important. When we're clear on the destination, we know it really, really well, then the stronger the energy that will pull us towards it. If the destination is I want to lose weight, it's kind of, it's actually not even a positive destination. It's a negative destination because we're stating we want to lose something, right? We want to lose something, not gain something. So it's difficult for that energy to pull us. And sometimes, most actually most of the time, when we are trying to lose weight or trying to overcome binging, we're doing it from a place of pain. We've hit rock bottom and we got to do something about it. How often do we do something from a place of pleasure, from a place of desire, from a place of wanting to do better for ourselves? Rarely. And so this is one way to start to break that cycle of having to wait till we're in at rock bottom and in pain to take action is by being clear on that destination. And it works both for people who are at rock bottom and work and starting from pain, but it will take you and shift your mindset to be able to start to operate from a place of desire and pleasure, place of wanting for yourself and wanting for your life, which we all deserve as human beings in our journey. Deserve, yes, but 
not everybody gets it because this is something we have to go get for ourselves and seek. And if we don't seek it, life is not just going to give it to us. Break the cycle is all about that. And I view it as an art, the art of destination setting. Um, I've spent so much time coming up with the questions to help us clarify how that looks like. And I really, really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. I do it for myself four times a year. Once you gain that level of clarity, your motivation will suddenly increase. The fog will be lifted. You will know what needs to be done. And it might, not be, it might not be continuing to work with me and that's okay, but you will stop feeling stuck repeating the same solutions that never work. So basically, Break the Cycle is a standalone event that helps you be clear on what needs to be done and you will know then what the next step is for you. I've already tested the work that I will share in Break the Cycle on my clients for the past two years and they always feel leading inspired, hopeful, excited, motivated, and almost a bit like their childlike self again. You know, that amazing energy that children never seem to run out of again. There's a way to access that part of us. And it's a lot of fun when we're able to do that. So that to me, that answers the question. How is it that we can struggle with the same problem over and over again and through sheer willpower suppress it and then go back suppress it and go back it's exhausting the reason why is because we've been focusing on the wrong picture binge eating is part of a bigger monster and i would actually argue that binge eating is a tool actually for the monster just a tiny little bit of the picture there's much more than we need to face look at and resolve and so where do we start? Well, we start by getting clear on what the destination is going to be. If you've never attended Break the Cycle and you're a listener, I have a special, special gift for you. You can get a huge discount on, on Break the Cycle. This is only for my podcast listeners because I really value my podcast listeners, by the way, because I actually love doing podcasts. I really do enjoy them. And so if you put in the coupon code podcast, in the um, uh, event page, it will give you a huge discount. So if you go to my website, morezk.com, you'll see Break the Cycle event, and then um, simply click on it and take it from there. We're going to be doing it um, uh, monthly, hopefully working to twice a month. We'll see how it goes, but we're doing it soon. Actually, in the next week, I believe we'll be launching one. And in that event is what we're going to be. We're going to start the work that will get us to that point of clarity that we've always wanted. And from there, you will know what needs to be done best. I'm not the type of coach who will tell you what to do or this is what you got to do. You got to do this, you got to do this. No, you need to be clear on what it is that you need to do. And simply then when you know the destination, I can just guide and point to be like, oh, okay. So you want to achieve this destination? Well, this is the obstacle. I know a certain skill set or solution that can resolve this obstacle or help us fight this monster. We learn it, we fight the monster, we move on. Another monster shows up. Oh, wait a second, I know another monster, I know another skill set to fight this monster again. And then we keep going and going and going. And together, we can get to that destination and everybody describes it as priceless when you get to that point where you feel at peace, serene, kind of humbling to think about it actually because I know how it's like to not have it. I've been there many, many times in the past over and over again, bouncing back between struggling at rock bottom and then being motivated, exercising and dieting. It's exhausting. You never actually truly get to know who you are and you're always back and forth between these big highs and big lows. And so if you're ready to live that truth and you're ready to do something about it, start with getting clear on destination. So I hope I get to see you and break the cycle. Again, the code is podcast. Use it to get a big discount on it. And no judgment whatsoever where you are in your journey. By the way, be super kind to yourself. 
Um, I know human beings are really, you know, we're messy creatures. We have so much within us that we need to overcome. And so, and so we focus on the behaviors because we don't have the energy to look within and we don't know that there's actually other enabling conditions within. And so we miss the point. But sometimes, and this is for the people who ask the question, how can I be free of this for good? Life presents you with an opportunity. And I hope this is the opportunity for you to be able to take that next step to help yourself get to the destination that I know you deserve to be at and that will help you be the best version of yourself for you, your families, your loved ones, your careers, etc. Thank you again for listening. Have a wonderful day and I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Thank you very much for tuning in to another episode with me. If you enjoyed this episode, then don't forget to subscribe, like, and share it with a friend who might benefit from it. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at morezk.rd. If you're struggling with binge eating and would like some guidance, you can reserve a spot in my online workshop, Break the Cycle, by going to www.morezk.com. You can also go to the podcast section on my website and subscribe to my list so you can get an email notification every time I release an episode. Thank you again for listening and I'll see you next time at Beyond the Binge.